The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Well, there's new movies at Megaplex Theaters this week, and uh, we're going to talk with our guy Larry Tassoni, film buyer of Megaplex, in just a few short moments about the movies coming out and what ones you should want to go, go see at the theater. We've got a fall-flavored poll question of the week, as yes. well as from the archive subject. Welcome in. What's up, buddy? It's the Movie Zone. He's Johnny. I am. I'm Austin. I will be Johnny Lightfoot. You will be Austin Horton today. Do I have to be? Today, you have to be. Okay, next week, I get to be Johnny Lightfoot. Okay, that's fair. All right. I'm hosting next week. <laughs> that's fine. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh uh, but uh, we also have to switch bank accounts. Yeah, that's fine. We have to switch cars. We have to switch uh, uh, sure. uh, memories and legacies. You know, we used to play a game on the road where uh, we knew... We, on the road, when yes. We, when we get... Oh, With air go. supply. When, when we, we get we per diem. All right, world. all right, all right. <laughs> You'd get per diem, right? And uh, you never, like, maybe a day or two after you got your per diem... You would go up to someone and you'd play a game. Say, I'll switch you for what's in my wallet for what's in your wallet. <laughs> and no one could look. You couldn't see what it was until the person agreed. And you would either win or you would lose badly. And did you do this? We did. And yeah. how did it go? It was it was both. You would win big time. And, and other times, Ben, you just, you <laughs> lost bad. Who, who was who was the, the tightwad that you always wanted to f- flip with that would you knew had not spent any of their per diem? You always wanted to go with Graham Russell or Russell Hitchcock because they always got more money than the rest of oh, us. Okay, so you know, the, the, they, the singers, the principals. Even if they spent big, they still had. They still had more money. So you always, <laughs> so everyone tried to go against them, and they rarely did because they knew, they knew. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I won sometimes, and uh, I lost a lot of the times. That's like I would want to switch wallets with oh I don't know Gordon Monson. Okay, That's yeah, who I would choose. Yeah, absolutely. Nine times out of eight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You want to switch? Me and you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know I have no cash right now. So I guess if we both have no cash, and I'm not it's giving just, you my pin number. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a. <laughs> what is it? What the when we yeah. both play rock paper scissors and both play rock? You know what I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I do have in here though. What do you got? Uh, well, first of all, a Costco card. Even though I don't have a membership there. Well, you, if you got a card, you're going in. Uh, I've got a Megaplex gift card. Ooh, right there. You're up. Uh, You're ahead of me right now. And I uh, can't wait to talk to Larry and see what I should be spending that on this week. I think there's going to be some good ones. Yep, I think so as well. Well, before we get to Larry, uh, we got to update people on the Sunday night poll results. I'm ready. So uh, we've switched to, and we ought to get your collection in here. We ought to alternate weeks. Sure, we can do so this. So this week, you send it out. Okay. And what you do is you take, a, you take two movies from your collection that are similar, you put it out on Twitter and ask people, What's the better movie between I like it. the two? I like it. This week, we went with a movie that I liked enough to buy and a movie my wife liked enough to buy, but neither of us really liked the other's movie. Okay. This ought to be interesting. What were your choices? Interstellar. Yes. Which was the one she really likes and I don't care for at all. You know, I was really excited to see Interstellar and I saw it in the theater and... Uh, I liked it, and I didn't like it. Right. It's a great movie until it ends. It, it, yeah, it, it kind of felt like it went nowhere for me. It's, it's like, just, oh, it was yeah. just, it was, it was him the whole time? And, and, he, and he, look, it's this epic, incredible movie, and then he's trapped in a bookcase. Really? Right. That's what we're going with here? Right, exactly. Get out of here with that nonsense. Uh, so that was, her, her choice was Interstellar. Yes. Nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, I know. So yes. I'm wrong, obviously. Uh, and my choice was The Martian. Mm. 
Matt Damon. Similar, similar movies, kind of. The first farmer on Mars. Yes, absolutely. Well, 274 votes came in in the 24-hour poll. Wow. The Martian wins with 50, oh, yeah. 57% of the vote. Hands down. To only 43. It's a close, close battle there. Interstellar, 43%. The Martian, 56. Sorry, 57%. Now, the was Martian. the Martian up for any kind of awards? I can't remember. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, too. Yeah. So it's actually pretty even right there. Yep. So, But uh, I, I agree. I think the Martian just appealed to more people. Yep. Uh, it, well, it appealed to me. Right, so. right. And uh, obviously 57% of our voting audience. Good job, audience, because I agree. So uh, watch Johnny's Twitter this coming weekend, That's at Johnny Lightfoot. He'll right. send out the uh, Sunday DVD collection showdown. Uh, well, we got a lot of new movies to talk about. We sure do. And really, this is the guy that we have to talk to to get the new movies. Our guy Larry Tassoni from Megaplex Theaters. Hi, Larry. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on. How you doing? We missed you so. How you been, sir? Very good. Very good. You know, we're, we're very happy that, uh, we're back, you know, we're open. We got new movies, new blockbusters and safe, uh, safe environment. So, you know, everything's going good. We, we have to first start there before we talk about these movies coming out this week with you. What are, what, so Johnny, you go to a movie. I do all the time. I, I just went and saw, a week. I just went and saw the new mutants. And what'd you think of it? I really liked it. Yeah, I thought you would. But I'm a Marvel guy. But, you know, it's Fox's last shot at anything Marvel, so <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. But, uh, Johnny, he's always telling us how safe it is and how clean always. it is. And I think there's a, a there's going to be this wave, Larry, really soon of a lot of people returning to the movie theater. But why wait? You guys have it all set up. They can come right now, couldn't they? Well, yeah. The advantage for us is we reopened back in mid-June. So we have been for three months now perfecting every little safety precaution. Uh, we started really slow with our private family screenings, which really began in May uh, with no more than 20 people per showing. We expanded that out into a full-blown reopening uh, with the classic films. And we've had nothing but positive responses from our guests about everything that we're doing to ensure a safe environment for, you know, for everyone in the family. So here we are in September, we finally start to get these big movies coming out and we feel like we're the best place in town for you to come and have a safe, uh, safe experience. Well, I, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, every time that I've gone out and seen a movie, it's been at a Megaplex. And as Austin just said a few minutes ago, I feel 100% safe from the moment I walk in, getting my tickets, getting my popcorn, getting in my seats, it's always clean, it's always safe, and I leave the movie just fine, and I mm -hmm. totally enjoy it. Good, good. Glad to hear. Uh, that seems to be the the standard response we get from for most people that come out. They're so they're so glad that they they finally did it uh, because they're assured that it's a great uh, and safe place for uh, for them to go see a movie. And so. when you've got a movie like Tenet, mm. and we'll, we've talked about Mulan before and how I feel like they really, <laughs> Disney dropped the ball by not putting that in theaters, but when you've got a movie like Tenet, you've got to see that on the big screen with the sound and all the accoutrements at Megaplex, Larry. Absolutely. These films were made for those environments. Tenet is probably one of the best examples. Christopher Nolan is just known for using IMAX cameras and equipment and IMAX screens are probably the best way to view his films. 
because of that. I can't imagine seeing that or watching a film like that. I mean, some people have great uh, home theater setups. I understand that, but nothing takes away from that in theater experience. Um, I agree, you know, Disney made its decision to, to go to Disney plus with Mulan. I feel like a lot of our guests uh, really wish they hadn't done that because we were flooded with comments and, and requests to play the movie. And I still keep banging that drum with Disney. So for all of you out there that uh, are holding out some sliver of hope that maybe they'll come back around and release move on in theaters. That's me. Me too. I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to see it until it's in the theater. I'm hoping I'm we, We've discussed yeah. this, Austin, you and I on yeah. air. They're not getting yes. 30 more dollars from me. Uh, if they, if, <laughs> minimum. If I'm I paying that, I want it the same way. If I if I'm doing that, I want it in the megaplex with the nice seats and the yep. food and the the and the screen and the surround sound. That's what I want. Yep. I'm I guess I'm, I I I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to share this information, but at this point, I don't care. So <laughs> yeah, I'm probably one of the few people in the country that actually saw Mulan in a theater because we got to screen the movie right before it was ready to come out and then everything got shut down that's right wasn't it that week or so right before wasn't it oh yeah it was it was right on the doorstep of the release uh the original release date and we had our typical advanced screening for the film in imax and it was just so impressive it was made for the big screen so we're really hoping that they may change their minds and come back around but they don't that's fine because we've got plenty of other great movies coming into our, our theater. Uh, not to break my arm, patting myself on the back, uh, but you know, we're, we're turning over every stone trying to find every film out there that could, uh, satisfy the Utah movie going audience. And we've got plenty of other options for our guests. So. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about some of those options. Uh, the new releases that are in the, the theaters, uh, at Megaplex this week, Let's start with, because it's my favorite subject of movie other than comedy. I really love the World War II. Tell us about The Secrets We Keep, rated R. It's a drama starring a few people that I, I'm, I'm not familiar with by name, but tell us about this movie and what you thought of it. Well, I, I, I guarantee you this is one of those movies when you see the actors in them, you're going to say, oh, I remember them from such and such movie. Like, uh, it, Numi Rapace, is, uh, she's one of the main actors in the film. She was in the Sherlock Holmes sequel. She actually was in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo original film trilogy. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. It, I think it was in Sweden or, you know, one of the uh, Scandinavian countries uh, before it, they did the American version of it. Um, and she's been in quite a few films. Uh, Joel Kinnaman is also stars. He, he was in the RoboCop reboot as well as Suicide Squad, um, oh, yeah. as Colonel Jack Flagg, I think was his, his name. Hmm. Um, you know, so there, there are people that you've seen before, uh, great performances by uh, in this film. It's a really interesting story. She is a, it's, so like you said, it's, it's post-World War II. She was from Eastern Europe, uh, met an American during the war, uh, went got married and went back to the States and lives in a small little, little town in middle America somewhere. And one day she's walking down the streets and overhears a voice behind her and has this kind of flashback moment and, uh, ends up stalking this, this man walking down the street, come to find out it's a former German German soldier 
that tortured her and other women from her village um, right as the war was ending. Oh. She has had experienced this kind of memory loss or blacking out of, of the experience, but hearing his voice triggers it in her mind. Um, and she ends up becoming obsessed with him being able to give her the truth about what happened in that moment because it involves family members and, and, and other things. And so she abducts him, hits him over the head, dumps him in her trunk and takes, takes him home, ties him up in the basement. And the movie then goes from there um, as her husband discovers what she's done and they try and figure a way out of the predicament that she's put them in, as well as her trying to find a way to uh, fill in all the gaps in her memory so that she can come to terms with what's happened uh, with her and her family. Uh, it's a really well-written film, great performances. It's the type of film I wouldn't be surprised if you saw nominations come award season for. Hmm. Um, it almost reminds me of like a three-person play you might see uh, on stage because Ooh. it really centers around these three these three main characters almost in, in one room for, for most of the film. So uh, it's, it's a very well-done film. Opens it opened on Wednesday, uh, so it's already out in the theaters. And uh, if you like that type of a genre of film, this is this is a great option for you. Now I'm uh, I'm excited about the next film here on this this list, The Devil All the Time. Now, why are you excited about a movie about the devil, young man? It nothing to do with the devil. It's the Read cast. Read the Bible. It's the cast, oh, man. Oh. It's it's like the Marvel who's who. <laughs> And if other movies. Looking, yeah, if you're looking for star power in your film, mm -hmm. this is this is you. I mean, it's got Robert Pattinson, mm -hmm. Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård from the It films, if you don't know him from anything else. Um, Sebastian Stan is another Marvel. Yep. Uh, oh, Haley Bennett, yeah. To, um, Mia Wasikowska, who was from the, I believe, the live-action Alice in Wonderland films. Yep. Clark, Jason Clark from Everest. I mean, he's been in so many movies. Uh, Terminators. And this is one of those movies that every scene is Scott has a new person in it, and you know them. Whether you know their name, uh, not you know, they may not be a Tom Cruise like um, type of actor, but you see their face and like, oh, I know that guy, or I know her. Oh, she's from that. She's from that show I like, or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and this was a this is a really interesting film. It's based on a book, and the film is actually narrated by the author of the book. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. So you go through, and it it's one of these type of Tarantino um, films where you get all of these different stories that seem disconnected until they reach one central point at the end of the film. And then it all it puts the puzzle all together for you and brings it into focus. I like that type of films. I think that's and, great. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really entertaining. You know, it is a rated R film. Um, if you want to see Peter Parker swearing up a storm or not necessarily <laughs> being the the typical clean cut character that Tom Holland uh, usually plays, that <laughs> you'll get that in this movie. Um, Robert Pattinson plays. Uh, a Southern preacher and has this great accent. I mean, his performance is amazing. 
Uh, it's just really a, a good character-driven drama with a great story. Lots of twists and turns to it. Robert Pattinson seemed to have a little bit of a career surge here, wouldn't you say, with the Batman? You know, of course, I, I listened to last week's show where you were discussing uh, Robert Patterson. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I, I will agree with a lot of what you said last week where uh, people have this stigma, I think, towards him because they just think, oh, he's the Twilight sparkly vampire. Right. Uh, but he has done so many great performances and films since Twilight. He's really, I mean, I saw the Twilight films because my wife wanted to see the Twilight films and she was into sure, them. Sure, yeah. Hey, I went, I went on my own to see them. I just want you to know. I read sure. the books and went on oh, my wait. own. <laughs> hey, well, good for you. <laughs> I can uh, hear the sarcasm. <laughs> you know, I, I was the guy in the auditorium that, Every time Taylor Lautner would walk out and take off his shirt, I would go, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, but, a, it's a funny story. When, when the first Twilight came out, uh, I went and saw it like opening the first showing of it. And the, the, the auditorium was just packed. And I saw this other guy who was obviously being dragged by his wife or girlfriend to the movie. And he sat right in front of me, turned around. And I happened to be sitting next to some women because I went alone. And he goes, oh, your girlfriend drug you here too, huh? And I go, no, actually, I like the movies and the books. And uh, I came on my own. And he just gave me the worst look and turned around and was miserable the rest of the time. Mm. Hey, you know, if you're a single guy, that was the best move you could you could make. Hello. You know, I mean, you're, uh, I <laughs> you're in yeah, there yeah, yeah, that's telling a- all these all these other women how much you love the Twilight movies and and the books and everything. I mean, you must have left with a whole pocket full of phone numbers. So. I, I'm sensitive, Larry. I'm sensitive. <laughs> no, jeez. So tell us, Robert Pattinson. He is better actor than just Twilight. Yeah, he's yeah. done. Yes. I mean, he's been in quite a few movies since the Twilight and even prior to Tenet. Uh, and, and leading into his casting as the, the new Batman. Um, people, I'm sure there, there are a lot of smaller films, so somebody like me will, will see a lot of those uh, films because it's part of my job. Um, but I think people seeing Tenant now that it's out in theaters, uh, if, in this film as well, he'll really, he really shows so much range. Um, They'll, they'll be impressed. And, and it's why when he was cast as Batman, I was probably one of the few people that said, that's a slam dunk. That is a great move mm-hmm. because he is, he's not a Ben Affleck where he's a known name that can give you a, Oh no, you know, is this going to work? Um, but he, he does have the acting chops to where he could become a Christian Bale type uh, actor uh, taking over that role where people kind of knew of, of Christian Bale and then it just catapulted him just to stardom even further beyond that. So, um, but yeah, he's, so he's in the devil all the time as well. Um, I, I think people really like this film. Did we talk about what the, the movie is about? I think we talked about the yeah. name of it and, and who's in it, but the, the synopsis, the, the idea behind it, uh, it's almost as mysterious as the title. Right. Yeah. I mean, it follows, it's another movie that is set post world war two in, and it's set, uh, in, near Ohio in these small little kind of farming communities. And, um, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's a really twisty turny type of story, but the basic, um, plot line is follows, 
Tom Holland's character as he's a boy and grows up. His father, uh, his parents pass away. He has to go and live with his grandmother. His grandmother has an adopted daughter. They So they become siblings. Um, and he's very protective of the sister. Uh, some not so great things happen to her. And, you know, there's because there's multiple storylines happening at the same time, it's really hard to give you too many details without spoiling anything. Sure. But, um, uh, all of these different stories then just kind of converge at the end and make sense out of why you've been, you've been following all these different uh, people throughout, uh, throughout the film. All right. And now one of my favorite actors is also in a new movie, Jim Caviezel starring in, Infidel. What's the synopsis of this one, and uh, should we see it? Yeah, this film, uh, based on true events, uh, Jim Caviezel plays a Christian blogger who apparently is very outspoken about his faith and, and builds a big following. And he's invited to go to Iran to speak uh, and, and give a lecture. And during the... Um, process of him doing so he realizes that he was kind of lured there under false pretense false pretenses and become and gets abducted by um people that are just against his beliefs on religion and they try to use him to uh i guess they try to get him to use his blog to undermine his his own beliefs and it mm. becomes a really type of spiritual experience for him as he's being tortured and held captive to, to stick to his guns on, on what he believes, uh, with his, with religion. And then it turns into this type of action film because, uh, his wife flies there to try and negotiate his release. Uh, government gets involved with, a a, a rescue attempt, uh, to get him out. And so, um, it's, you know, it's a really good action. It, it's, it's, it's a rare combination of faith-based slash action thrillers. So, um, you know, if you like Jim Caviezel and a lot of his other action roles, uh, you get a lot of that in this. Um, and it was based on actual events. So uh, it's a really interesting film, uh, uh, but a good action option. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump down the list a little bit here, Larry, and I'm gonna I want to jump over to Ravers because this is this is billed as an R-rated comedy horror movie, and that just is something you don't always see together: comedy and horror movies. Tell us yeah, a little bit about I that. Probably I would probably use Zombieland as a good comparison <laughs> cool. for this film. So I mean, if you like uh, that Loved type them. of film, uh, I mean the premise of the premise of the film is there's a rave going on in, a, in, a, in an old warehouse that used to make a sports energy drink. <laughs> Apparently they're now defunct and, and gone, but they come across a case of the, of the energy drink and start passing it through the rave, and the people that drink it start turning into these kind of zombie ravers. Well, duh. That's what my mom always said would happen. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> there ends up being a, a handful of the of the people in attendance that then have to figure out a way to fight their way 
out of this zombie rave. <laughs> this sounds so, awesome. Uh, you see it and tell me how it is, Johnny. <laughs> you're, you're, com- you're coming with me there, Austin. Jude Law is flying under the radar a bit here. With Is, is this a, a horror film that Jude Law has done? It reads like a horror film. No, this is uh, more of a drama. I mean, it's really kind of one of these serious, dramatic, in-depth looks at a marriage. And by the way, the movie is called The Nest, rated R. The Nest, and, yes. And, and tell us, tell us <laughs> I just about know it. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jude Law and his wife um, uh, and kids, they end up moving back to England from the States. Uh, and he's... He's one of these guys that's all, I think he grew up um, uh, in a poor family and is trying to make a name for himself. And he relocates his family to this like little cottage slash castle in England. And he's always looking for status and it ca- you know, causes tension between he and his wife. And, and it's, it's really a, a, a dramatic, uh, kind of akin to marriage story from the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Film, um, with Scarlett Johansson. So, uh, I think I would think more along the, those lines for this film. All right. Well, there's plenty for everyone to go see at, at Megaplex. Yeah, there is plenty of new stuff. And, uh, you, of course, this is the time to go to the movies. If there ever wasn't a time, I've never heard of it, but right now, especially Get out there and see a movie. It's safe. Take your family, have a good time, and forget about all the mess our world is in. Get out, have some fun. Like you said, Austin, take the family, enjoy the movies, because there is a ton of great movies playing. Not not just Tenet, but all these other ones that we just read through, especially if you're fans of drama, thrillers, horrors, and even some comedy horrors. (laughs) (laughs) Like how I say that. <laughs> well, Larry, thank you for your time as always and all you do for us here at the Movie Zone, but especially the moviegoers of Utah over at Megaplex. Is there anything else we need, we need to touch on? Are, are we still looking at uh, oldies but goodies as well at Megaplex Theaters? You know, we're we're mostly moved past a yeah. lot of the classics, but we're we still get the rare request for something and we'll bring it in if if people uh are looking for it. Uh there are going to be a few classic re-releases coming uh, in the next several weeks. We're going to do another reissue, thanks to Disney, of The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. The Star Wars film that they're they're giving us access to. But um, that's going to come back into theaters, I believe, on beginning September 25th. Cool. Um, and it still is not... I'm going to give you a little bit of a scoop, since it's just us here. <laughs> okay. Uh, they may be planning a special re-release of The Nightmare Before Christmas in mid-October, just in time for Halloween. So, uh, Wow. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) My wife is going uh, crazy over that news right now. You know we'll be there. Uh, Oh, I'll be there too. Are you kidding me? She doesn't have any tattoos, but if she did, it would be a Nightmare Before Christmas tattoo. That's not even a question. So... You didn't hear that from me, though. Nope. You hear what? Hear what? Never heard it. You're not Larry Tassoni from Megaplex. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> not. All right, buddy. Thanks for your time, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Larry. All right. Anytime. Thanks, guys. All right. There you go, Johnny. Larry Tassoni there from Megaplex. Mm. Really good movies coming out this week. Exciting things happening at Megaplex Theaters. Yeah. And uh, th- th- you can safely social distant yourself while having fun in megaplex theaters it can and is being i'm i'm doing it currently well not currently right now but i have done it several times and going to them i feel safe as i mentioned 
and I feel totally safe. And we've had a bad week of numbers yeah. here in the state. Yeah. But I think what we've learned from where we are now to where we are when this whole thing began and they shut the theaters down is that we can have both if the establishment, in this case Megaplex, puts in the, the, the orders and the directions on how to be safe. Yep. And if people adhere to them, you can still have these things in, our, in your lives right. and be safe from you can COVID. Still be, we can still live a happy, healthy life. Yeah, indeed. Yes. Bumper sticker trademark. <laughs> well, uh, let's, get, uh, let's get out to our first break here on the Movie Zone this week. Let's introduce our poll question, though. And there's a reason for this. We're looking for a movie that immediately brings you thoughts of fall or autumn, mm. whichever you choose to call it. It's close by. You know, so it's you coming think, soon. You think of this movie and you immediately are, oh, it's fall. It's autumn. Are you a fan of fall? It's my favorite season. Do you like uh, spring as well? Is nope. those like your two favorite? No? Hate spring because I got really bad allergies. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can't wear my contacts in any season except summer. And winter and fall. Well, so I guess I can't wear my contacts in spring. Okay, so so you hate all of them but one. And this spring was so bad that I haven't worn my contacts all year. I got to say, I'm disappointed. Why? I expected you to hate more of them. Well, I do not like winter either, but I can still wear my contacts. Fair enough. And summer's a little too hot for me. (laughs) There there he is. There he is. He's back. The only good weather. Is fall. I, I love it. But there's things to love about the other seasons. Well, it's Halloween all year round for Austin then. So on Twitter, <laughs> at Austin Orton, at Johnny Life at Zone Sports Net, we'll get your answers coming up next. Also, some movie news and rumors, including Star Wars fans rejoice. This is the way. We'll get to it next here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Segment two here on The Movie Zone. Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot with you. Soundtrack of the week from Remember the Titans. 20 years ago this month. It doesn't seem that long. This week, 20 years ago. Unbelievable. Seriously, it it seems like maybe 10 years ago. I was thinking eight, nine. Yeah, Yeah. doesn't seem that long ago. No, eight, nine years ago I was in college. Okay. 20 years ago, I was in high school. <laughs> and yeah, that math works out because I'm, I sure. did the whole mission thing. But anyway, I, I, yeah. Hey, I'm with you, man. Uh, so well, anyway. I'm not with you on that. I didn't do the mission <laughs> thing. Whoa, 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 whoa wind you, it back. No, no. You did your mission just in a different way. I did. Actually, in that, that year, I was starting to tour. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> only you probably had a better experience. Than I was that. only paid to do it. Unbelievable. Maybe you were too. You never know. No, I wasn't. No, no, okay. No, I paid to do it. <laughs> That's right. Or more accurately, my, my mommy and daddy paid to hey, do it's, it. Hey, it's, it all has a place. Uh, but the reason for Remember the Titans is it's my answer to our poll question this week, which we'll get to in a moment, give you a few moments, a few more minutes to answer. But the poll question is, name a movie that immediately brings you thoughts of fall or autumn. And I just, I immediately, not just because of the football in it, but uh, in high school, this was like my first real high school date was oh. going to this movie. Okay. And, and it was around homecoming as a sophomore. And so anyway, get your answers in on Twitter at Austin Horton at Johnny Lightfoot. We'll get yours in a moment. Okay. Because we got to hit the Star Wars news sounder first. Ooh, do it. Johnny, tell us about the Mandalorian season two. It's taken, I think, 12 years for them to release this. Man, it feels that way, but... 
it can't come. It can't come fast enough for me. I'm so excited. I love this Mandalorian season, or last season, and I'm super excited about this season. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's available now. You can watch it right there on the YouTube machine, and you can watch all the cool stuff. It looks like they are going so deep with Baby Yoda, or the child. Yeah, it's not Yoda. Nope. No, well, that's just how everyone calls him. Let's I be know, honest. It's, it's the child. Yoda. It's the child. It's baby Yoda species. Yes. And that's what <laughs> they're trying to do. This whole season is about getting the child back to his people, meaning Jedi. Ah. Uh-huh. And, of course, we see Asuka. You see a little quick shot of Asuka in it. So I am a Star Wars fan. I don't know what Asuka is. Asuka was from the Clone Wars. Oh, the. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking, uh, Suka. No. Like a, like a, like a. Like an animal of some kind, but that's her name. Yes, is Osuka. I think yeah. I'm saying it right. I think you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she's uh, Anakin's Padawan in who the Clone play, Wars. Who plays her? Uh, Rose, somebody. Oh, oh, I thought it was. Uh, Go, I didn't. I didn't know it was going to be Rose. I thought it was going to be. Well, now I'm forgetting who I thought it was going to be. Rosario Dawson. That's it. Yeah. Rosario. Okay. Ro- yeah. Rosario. Yeah. Dawson. Rosario Dawson. She's fr- um, from uh, Mission Impossible and. A lot of other things. <laughs> well, the, some of the stuff that I love about this trailer is we're seeing X-Wings. We're seeing more stormtroopers. We're seeing scout troopers riding the speeder bikes. Mm. We're seeing uh, Banthas and the sand people. You know, So they're obviously back to Tatooine. Mm. And we're seeing a lot of different lands and worlds from everything from full water world. You see them traveling in a boat. To You see some scenes in the snow, obviously to the sand. This... I think we're really they're really encompassing the Star Wars universe in this season and I'm I'm excited the only thing I don't want it to follow I I'm tired of the Skywalkers you know I'm tired You're of tired I'm of them huh? tired of the Skywalkers I'm in an, and I hope they don't touch on it I hope they just forget about the Skywalkers completely and just let Asuka be Asuka not Anakin Skywalker's Padawan mm. cuz this does take place 40 years after Clone Wars 40? Yeah, 40. Oh, geez. Okay. So she's a much more grown up. When does this come out? When do we get to see this? End of October. Oh, that's still too long. That's is, more is than it? a month away. Is it? That's more than a month away. Yeah, but, uh, but it could we'll be worse. It. We'll make it. It's going to be awesome. And of course, I'm going to be sitting in front of the TV for the entire weekend, basically binge watching this. Yeah, totally. Me too. It's... It's worth the Disney Plus uh, subscription just for the show. It is. It 100% is. And I. this is kind of taking a left turn, but I hope those new Marvel series I'm going to feel the same way about. You won't. You don't think so? No. You're sick of the Skywalkers. I am sick of the Skywalkers. How are you not sick of Marvel yet? Well. I, I'm sick of Marvel. I was sick of Marvel two years ago. I'm ready to see Falcon as Captain America. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just want to see how they're going to do it. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm torn between maybe they should have made a movie about it and the series. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would like to see a movie like Captain uh, Falcon America, whatever, <laughs> how, you know, however you say that. And uh, Falcon Erica. Yeah, right, there you go. Falcon Erica. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Falcon Erica. And uh, maybe that would make a great movie. I don't know. But it won't. It won't. So that's why that's. And, <laughs> and obviously, sorry. Disney thought the same way, which is uh, why they are doing. The, the little show, yeah. yeah. The little show. How condescending can I be with it? It was pretty good, though. That cute little project. Oh, that that's sweet. <laughs> Do it over there where I can't see it. Uh, okay, well, yeah, but bottom line, so excited and stoked for The Mandalorian Season 2. It's about 
dang time. That is. All right, let's get to the poll question responses real quick, Johnny. Let's do it. We take a break. Uh, movies that immediately make you think of fall or autumn. Mm. I said, remember the Titans, as did my buddy Caleb West. Yep. We went to high school together, so that makes sense. Why of course. He would say, why we would both say that. Tyson Ewing, October Sky, the, the West Virginia Rocket high schoolers that Jake, Jake Jonehall. Right. Uh, okay. And, and Thank uh, you. Chris Cooper. Uh, Blair Red, sports related as Friday Night Lights, but in general, Dead Poets Society makes him think yeah, of fall. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Jessica says Casper or Legends of the Fall. Great answers. Yes. Obviously, Legends of the Fall. Casper, it's a ghost movie. Uh, did you like Casper? <laughs> no. What, what's wrong with you? Next response. What is wrong with you? That's a great movie. Is it? Uh, Papa Dave said Scent of a Woman. Okay. Okay. Jessica, a different Jessica, Arsenic and Old Lace. I don't know that. Oh, it's hilarious. Is it? Oh, you've got to see it. I would recommend seeing it on stage live. Okay. But there's also a great movie form of it. Too. Okay. I'm, right, I'm writing this down. Uh, Timmy Dubs says Hocus Pocus and Goosebumps. Yeah. We've already watched Hocus yeah. Pocus like six times at our house. Weren't they working on a sequel to that? It's rumored every year. Yeah, I know. And then it never happens. Uh, Larry Bagby, who plays Ice on uh, on Hocus Pocus, he's yeah. a friend of the show, and even he doesn't know for sure if they're doing it or not. So, so he's either not in it or, or he's lying. Or uh, it, they tell him and it goes away. Yeah. Uh, Robert also says Dead Poet Society. Dusty says Meatballs. <laughs> oh, yes. Good one. Austin Frankham says Halloween. Okay, of course. Joe says Rudy. Ooh. And then finally, this answer, Salt Town Showdown Podcast says, When Harry Met Sally makes them think of Ottoman Fall. <laughs> That's a funny movie. What about you? What comes to mind when you think of Ottoman Fall? So one of the first movies that comes to mind, and I'm really surprised it didn't come up there, but Larry touched on it. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, of course, yeah. Right? Yeah. How can you not forget that masterpiece? Music. How can you not forget it, or how can you forget it? How can you forget it, sorry. <laughs> how can you forget that masterpiece? It's it's my wife's all-time favorite oh, movie. Music for Danny Elfman, lyrics Danny Elfman, I, singing Danny Elfman. I think the only movie he ever sings in. Yeah. And he's great. Of course Jack, he is. The Skeleton King, the Pumpkin King. The rather. Pumpkin King, yeah. What a, a brilliant movie. And of course, I think the other one that comes to mind is Goodwill Hunting. What? Oh, okay. The fall colors of New England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that comes to mind for me. Uh, is it the guy, is it Sarandon that plays Jack Skellington, uh, does his voice, but then Elfman does his singing voice? I know Elfman does his singing, yes. I, I never really paid attention to who did the talking. Is it Chris Sarandon? It's Susan's, is that horrible? Susan's brother. He played uh, Prince Humperdinck on The Princess Bride. <laughs> I swear he's the voice of Jack Skellington. When he's not singing, when he's just talking and walking around, but and I could be wrong. It, all I know is Elfman was brilliant. He's great, and you, you, you Elfman, John Williams, Hans Zimmer, uh, James Horner. When you hear these songs, you immediately go, "Oh, that's an Elfman. Oh, that's a Williams. That's a Horner. That's a Zimmer." You know, they just got their little flavorings. Oh, ab- that absolutely. They do in their composing. I love oh, it. we need to do a show just based on composers one time. That would be fun. Yeah. All right, coming up next, we'll wrap up this week's edition of the Movie Zone as we dive into the archives. We go 20 years back and give you a few news, notes, and factoids about Remember the Titans next here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. 
Final segment this week here on the Movie Zone. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Uh, soundtrack of the week. Remember the Titans. Why? Because it makes me think of fall. Yeah. Johnny, we're going into the archives. Tell us little known facts about Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans back in 2000. Whew, 20 based, years. Yeah, Ooh. based on a true story of the T.C. Williams Titans, mm-hmm. of course. Hello. <laughs> Featuring Denzel Washington, Will Patton, Wood Harris, Ryan Hurst. Of course, if you're wondering who Ryan Hurst is, you Sons of Anarchy fans might remember him as Opie. He played Gary Bertier. Yes, Kate Bosworth, and a younger Ryan Gosling. Yeah, this was his first real go after the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That's right. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give this a 73%, while the uh, fans give it a 93%, which I agree with wholeheartedly. The fans are right. Yeah. This movie had a budget of approximately $30 million and worldwide grossed $115 million. Not bad. No. It's a great story. Now, you know, normally we, we pull a lot of facts and, like, what-ifs about the movie, but it's hard to do that on a based-on-a-true-story yeah. movie. And so we're just going to have a couple here that I want to throw out that I find really interesting. And one of, the, one of my favorite ones out of all of this is, do you know who LeBron James is? Have you heard of that guy? I believe he's a golfer. Actually, he plays basketball. Oh, okay. He's an up-and-coming basketball. Oh, that LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, that, that LeBron James. Ah, this is his favorite movie. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. So a couple of the other facts I want to throw out here is the director, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just butcher his name, unfortunately, but it, I believe it's Boaz Yatkin. He was hired by producer Jerry Bruckheimer, and, and after a little bit, Bruckheimer learned that the director didn't know anything about football. Oh, yeah? Nothing. <laughs> so he sent him... Whoops. So let me rephrase that. He didn't know anything about American football. I see. Yeah. So he arranged for the director to attend football camp. Football camp? Football camp. (laughs) So he had to go to football camp uh, just for a few weeks, but he picked up enough information in that two weeks uh, basically to learn all he could about football and make that movie happen. He probably can't tell you what uh, A and B gap is, but he can tell you how you score a touchdown. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The basics. Yeah, which you watch, you watch the scenes, you don't learn about the A and B gaps. You just see score, fumble, pass. It's actually a really well done football movie in that regard. The X's and O's on the field, it's not perfect, but that's a hard game to capture on film. That's right. It is. I would, I would think it'd be tough to have that many people moving and having to go right at once. Now, um, the original script uh, to this movie had a ton of profanity in it. Uh-oh. Yeah, well... Well, Disney came in and fixed that uh, <laughs> in an effort to produce a good family film. They asked Jerry Bruckheimer to remove all extreme profanity from that script, which, of course, they did. And I think that's a good choice. I don't think it would have been as much of a hit without it or yeah. with it. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's a lot of questions about this movie. You know, what was true? What was not true? And Jerry, the star, right? Ryan Hurst's character. Gary Bertier. Gary. Sorry, did yeah. I say Jerry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gary. Sorry, Gary. Um he actually was considered a football star. He was like one of the best in the country. That's exactly right. In real life, the linebacker, he may have been the heart of his team, but he was actually the one of the most skilled players in the entire country, yeah. as, you, as you just said. And Which, then t- too bad he got in that accident. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, two accidents, really. Right. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Two, two accidents. And one last thing. This, uh, this talks about where... Do you remember the scene where the brick was thrown through Coach's, Co- Coach Boone's window? Yeah, right. Well, in real life, it wasn't a brick. What was it? It was a toilet. A toilet? They threw a toilet through his window. How do you... Th- that's a hard thing to throw. Right. Sounds like a, someone had to be pretty strong to do that. Unbelievable. And how would no one see them? 
Right, exactly. Look at this. Look at those guys just carrying a toilet. What, what are they doing? <laughs> but the, the filmmakers actually removed that. Not and laughing. It. Not laughing at someone. No. Do, but the idea of a the toilet I, flying right. through a window—that's funny. That's funny, and that's kind of why the filmmakers chose to remove it from the movie and turn it into a brick. That sends the right message. Yeah. Right. I think I this think, is not a funny moment. This is a no heinous hate crime. Absolutely. But seeing someone throw a toilet could. Be that's, funny. That's a little more Chris Farley-ish. So I'm glad they removed it. I'm glad they changed it to a brick. Yeah. Plus a brick's easier to carry. It makes more sense. Yeah. Not that I've ever thought no, of. No, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's- What's the best way to vandalize homes? No, I've, no, no. But no, I'm no, writing no. down, scratching off toilet off Don't my use a toilet. shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. 20 years down the pipe. Remember the Titans. Unbelievable. What, what a great movie. If great you movie. haven't seen it- where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> if your kids haven't seen them, let them watch this movie because it's got more than just a great football story in it. Yep. All right, Johnny, good job this week, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You too. We look forward to your DVD showdown poll question this oh, coming you week. You watch out. It's going to be a good one. Our thanks to Larry Tissoni of Megaplex. Go to the movies. Do it safely. Enjoy look. some time out. Go to the movies. You're going to be fine. Wear your mask. It's safe. I've been doing it four weeks, and I've enjoyed seeing. And you're not glowing in the dark yet. Not yet. So, yeah. Not right. any, well. Not any more than normal. I see. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's it's jo- worth it. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. We'll be back next week, unless we're not here <laughs> on the Movie Zone.